thing. So we stand up for the Dollar Tree and basically do Such as this, this thing here. All right, I'm excited to have a guest. RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one YouTube talk show. We are live for a Friday edition of the People's Talk Show. Uh, excited to connect uh, again and uh, looking forward to, uh, you know, plugging in a little bit, getting a chance to hear from you guys directly and uh, talk about some things that I thought was worth bringing to your attention just because I like to make sure I cover as many angles as possible and try to leave no stones unturned. And also just to not be a, a Debbie Downer, but just to be real, you know, I'm saying to be 100 percent to uh, give it to you straight. No chaser type of approach. And so I want to share my two cents and hopefully, you know, the majority of you will be able to understand my, my the angle that I'm going to come at you with today. And it has a lot to do about the blockchain and the continual development of the infrastructure needed to execute the Great Reset and how. You know, it, it it amazes me how people don't really consider. Obviously, they don't really consider it, but yet, as time moves forward, to think that you can have your cake and eat it too, when it comes to profiting off of a reset, while also thinking that you can maintain your freedoms without there being some give and take, give or take. Like you can't go along with the reset try to enjoy the benefits of a reset, but then also think you on the other end of that, you're going to be able to just live happily ever after. And there not be no, uh, nothing that nothing to sacrifice on the end of that. And that's where I think I want to, you know, just shine some light on some subject matter and just talk, share my two cents and get your take. And, you know, pr please prove me wrong. A hundred percent. That's, uh, that's what I'm here for. I want to be, uh, proven wrong. And, and I hope I am wrong just because I, you know, don't want to be right when it comes to the subject matter, because this is not something you can go back and undo once we goes forward. But anyway, enough of me rant. How's everybody doing? Uh, happy Friday to everybody. Hope everyone's doing well. I hope you sell. Hope you got yourself a drink. Got me some some good old H2O right here <laughs> and uh, looking forward to, uh, you know, unwinding a little bit and uh, plugging in with you guys. But what's, what I'm going to do different today is that instead of the phone lines being open, I'm going to open up the camera and open up the airwaves as far as you being able to connect face to face. So it's been a long time since I've done like a face to face community type of gathering. And so we're going to try that today. So I'm going to probably go until about four 30 ish, of course, trying to get as much as I can out and, you know, take in some feedback, get some questions answered. And then uh, no phone lines, but we're going to do something different or what I haven't done in a long time. And I call this face to face Friday. <laughs> so I'm going to put the link out there. So you guys, you know, guys or gals, you know, you can log in and just face to face. Join me on screen here. Share your two cents. Let's keep it, you know, let's keep it, uh, you know, user friendly. Let's keep it uh, age and child safe. Of course, anything that doesn't fit the narrative will definitely be canceled. So I don't mind just asking you know, you know, canceling anybody from the screen if need be. So let's just make sure we keep it 100 um, percent kid friendly anyway. Uh, OK, so hope, hope hope everyone's doing well, as always, for any new members to the community. Definitely let me know where you're watching from. Feel free in the chat to uh, throw out a name, a location, and I'll definitely do my best to shout you out real quick. 
and then uh, get into some headlines. Just, you know, two, two, three primary subject matter, but I'm gonna try to dive deeper and to help further highlight my case of you can't have your cake and eat it too, doing a great reset. And so uh, let me just check in real quick. We got Chris, Crypto Chris Carr. Appreciate you, man. Road King checking in. We got Jelena Thompson checking in. We got JoJo. We got Angie checking in. We got Jason Darrell checking in from Bloomington, Indiana. We got Team Palmer from North Dakota checking in. We got Groveland Gal from Florida. Uh, T.E. Nicholson from Grand Rapids in the building. Uh, T.B. checking in. Uh, let me see here. We got, uh, did I keep it moving. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, Yahweh Uriah, Uriah, if I'm not saying that incorrectly, from VA, checking in. Appreciate you. Dwayne Clark checking in. Rochelle, how you doing? Uh, definitely. Uh, when the phone lines and the airline, when the airlines open up, if you're available, uh, you know, click that link and join us. We'll definitely love to have you join us. Uh, let's keep it moving. Okay. So we got Dwayne Clark 313, as always. Appreciate you, man. Uh, Crypto Chris Carr from England. All right. So, uh, let me let me. So I've been talking about all this subject matter for quite some time in reference to trying to just be realistic. Like, you know, I don't want to be a complete pessimistic person when it comes to there not being no good in all of this. There is. But then again, you got to realize at as of right now, the same forces that put us in this position, they're still trying to control the narrative and so of course there's some good happening behind the scenes we don't hear about that stuff so there's channels out there where people shine light on those particular angles there and definitely i'm gonna get into more of what i consider good news moving forward but in the meantime i like to just be real take what's obvious and just dissect it even more and that has to do a lot with the blockchain central bank digital currencies and how everything is is moving full steam ahead and you know it's all done for you and for me and so uh, unless we are able to somehow, some way right now, change the governance model to the way society runs, we're going to still have the same people in control of this next system. So there might be pockets of good here and there, but ultimately when majority of everybody around is operating for the enemy or playing for the enemy, at some point it's going to be that much more pressure where they're just going to close in all exits to where it's going to be nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. And so ultimately, bam, you know what I'm saying? Like you'll find yourself stuck. And I want people to recognize that because Bitcoin was never intended to be a liberator for humanity, you know, and just the fact the World Economic Forum will be meeting next week to talk about the pandemic treaty, but then also they're meeting to talk about Bitcoin and how they can further advance it. And I've already done, I think I've done enough as far as highlighting how the big banks have already infiltrated and taken over anything that could have been a libertarian patriotic type of startup but then again they've shifted that and now they're they're talking they're about to start talking next week on how they can position it and you better believe during a reset they're not going to allow people the working class the slave class the 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 the, the debt peasants the way they see us as hillary said the expendables they're not going to allow people to just you know willy-nilly profit off this transition as well so I believe a good majority of people see that, but then again, some people want to remain, remain optimistic. But on the on the other side of that, the central bank digital currency protocol is is picking up. Like the interoperability of CBDCs, they're they're working on that. It's like done right now, and I'm about to share with you information as to how they're excited to get these CBDCs out in unison. Because what they all will merge together and connect in real time, leading to that one world currency. And so it's like, man, like with all this stuff. You know, how come people can't see the blockchain was originally intended to 
help them execute this agenda. And it's like, okay, <laughs> it's just, it just amazes me that, you know, I don't, that there's not enough people out here speaking out in real time, real events. Anyway. So let me, before I move forward, for those that are plugged in, I appreciate you, man. As you come in, as I mentioned, we're going to do face, face-to-face Friday. So out of the, everybody here, if you are, you know, camera friendly, if you were, have that personality, if you want to put your face out there like that, you can have a chance to join me. I think I can host up to maybe eight or nine or 10 people or so. And so I would definitely love to have you join in. There will be no call in, just face-to-face. I want to see you today uh, and just, you know, connect with you a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Something different. But anyway. Um, so if you don't mind, hit that thumbs up button, show your support for the channel. As I mentioned, you know what I'm saying? Get your boy adapt if you a fellas. You know, come on in for that hug. It's the equivalent of hitting that thumbs up button. So I appreciate if you guys do that for me. Hopefully the algorithms will catch on. And of course, yesterday's video uh, you know, had a lot of good interaction, but then again, the algorithms didn't like it. So once again, demonetize it. <laughs> you can't talk about so you can't talk about truth without being punished in a sense. So, but it is what it is. Um, anyway, keep it moving. Okay, so I want to start off by sharing just some visual aids because uh, I used to have them all around me, but I took away just to simplify things. But uh, I want to just start off by talking about one of my f- one of my f- I ain't gonna say this is my favorites, but this is a, a, a something that I'm going to talk more about and moving forward because this gives a good structure of the current world governance model. And all the key players in their positions. And so whoever put this together on the internet, I hijacked it and using it for my own purposes. But it does a good job painting the structure, the tiered structure to humanity. And at the very bottom are the people who think that this blockchain tech is going to benefit them. I guess move them up a class or two uh, during this reset. But, you know, it, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just you know, I don't think it's going to work that way. Uh, but anyway, so th- here's a model of what is being rebranded as we speak. And so when you have the same players at the top, the, the round table, the think tanks, you got the council of foreign relations, United nations, uh, Bilderberg group, the Davos group, club of Rome. We got the world economic forum, bank of international settlements, IMF. When all these people are meeting next week and now to talk about the same thing that people are looking at as a way of trying to escape the system, blockchain, type tech it just it just concerns me because the banking sector have has already funded majority of the projects and on top of it some of your favorite blockchain creators are going to be in the building helping the imf or economic forum concoct ways to further their agenda and it's like as i said before you know, we went from being shareholders in public companies to individuals being stakeholders by purchasing and owning certain coins that actually fund and help and promote the blockchain globalist agenda. And it's like, OK, something will give just because you didn't write the code. Therefore, when it's time to uh, make an overall adjustment to the algorithms and a consensus, believe me, your bag will not be big enough to have a vote. <laughs> as to how they shape things out. But anyway, I'm rambling too much. But here's just something I want to show you, just a, a little bit of the governance model and how it's evolving. I'm going to talk more about that. And so here's the here's some of the, just the people who are like, you know, just right now, in my opinion, I, I think they're laughing. I think they're laughing because they think they're winning. And based upon all the stuff, that you know, depending on where they are, they may, they may be having fun, joking around. But then again, there's some that's not, you know, I find it's too funny. And then, so here's another one of these I, t- I put together. Like, as of right now, 
this type of technology utilizing all types of software, blockchain, whatever, it, it's in play in certain regions of the world. And just like yesterday, I showed the Iran digital ID, like, you know, you can't get food unless you have your digital ID, like all that type of technology. This stuff right here smart, starts in emerging, emerging markets, the smaller countries where nobody will ever hear about them on their, you know, 247 ch- channels. And it's, it's not really important to the G7 nations because we are the wealthiest individuals so far. But then again, by the time it hits home, it's going to be in all the smaller countries around the world. And there's no way of working around this. You know, if you're playing on the main stage, if you plan on being able to move, travel freely, do everything that you think you you know, can do, then you're going to run into stuff like this. And this goes to my point of like, you know, trying to think, thinking you can have your cake and eat it too. The, the QR codes, identification mechanisms will be your will be your entry point to maintain on the surface when it comes to interacting and traveling and being able to roam freely without any hindrance, you know, cause they're going to limit, they're going to restrict travel. They're going to restrict, uh, you know, any access into the financial sector, you know, borrowing, lending, banking, it's, it's going to flow through some type of blockchain based surveillance state type of opportunity. And so it's one of the things you, you, you're, you're going to be restricted no matter how wealthy you become. If you've invested early in a lot of these cryptos or whatnot, you're still going to have to go through some gatekeepers at some point. And so that's like, you know, that's that's the point I'm getting to here. So this is just some stuff. And so here is something that we're going to talk about in a moment as well. But you've got these major projects here, Ripple, Stellar, Xfin, Algorand, IOTA. And so they're meeting right there. next week. They're all meeting. So, you know, think about all the creators of these projects. They're meeting with the Claw Swap next week. And all the other people, they're like sitting down at tables. They're going to be talking in depth and they're going to, you know, Claw Swab is going to be asking for a report, an update, you know, how, where are we at? And this, you know, are, are we on time? Are we on schedule? You know, is everything ready to go? You know what I'm saying? Are we, you know what I'm saying? So this is the type of talk they're going to be having behind the table. And I'm sure you have to believe that because when you look to the left of this, this is the ISIS 20002 framework, which is come this upcoming November. It's going to be ready to, you know, to rock and roll. The IMF, BIS, World Economic Forum, World Bank, I, you know what I'm saying, SWIFT. They all, this is all, this is all the big boys club. And we wasn't invited to this party. So just so people know, like, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, being a big bag holder, don't reassure you a seat at the table when it's time to change the consensus on how, how and what they do with those coins that are not registered in their platforms in the way they want it to. You know, it's it's good to say those wallets, the you know all cryptocurrency wallets, has a central point of failure. You can be directly connected to the blockchain through your wallet, but then the operators of that wallet has a server somewhere, possibly. You know, what I'm saying like everything is different, but they can ultimately change some things, making it very uncomfortable and difficult for a lot of people. There are air gap wallets. They have all that stuff true. But then again, where there's a creator, there's also the possibility of that creator being coerced into changing some things in an update. So you go to update something, all of a sudden you find out some things that you didn't know before because, you know, and that's the, that's the primary single point of failure. A project or a club or entity or a community that has a, an open creator a board of governors, a general location inside of a city somewhere, and which is a headquarters, that is a 
that will be considered a publicly traded company. And all of the coins and tokens they put out there will be considered securities at some point because that's Web 3.0. It's like, you know, basically privatized tokenization of of an asset, which will be looked at as a security and it's going to be treated differently. So anyway, I'm rambling a lot, but just trying to get to my point here, trying to just cover all my grounds here. And so I, I came out with a video a while ago, got about, you know, 4,000 or so views. But within this video here, I just painted a picture as to how things are, are lining up so smoothly to where you, you, if you were to look with an objective viewpoint, you know, non-biased, just open to, to, to the reality of things, you would see that, you know, the, the Phoenix cover did a good job of telling us a time frame that the hell, the, the earth would be changing just by looking at a burning currencies of all kinds. And then the economist gave us the solution. Oh, you know, get ready for a new currency. And then all of a sudden Bitcoin happened to just spark up out of nowhere the way that, you know, the Maxis wanted to believe. And all of a sudden here we are, you know what I'm saying? Like world economic forum is meeting next week, excited about Bitcoin. <laughs> so here's just a little clip from the video here. And this was entitled Rise of the Phoenix. Blockchain paves the way for CBDCs and a one world currency. Are you surprised? And I did this video. What was this video? Um, I don't know what this video was a couple of years ago. Uh, anyway, but just 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 get ready for a world currency. And here we are now. Once again, 30 something years later, we're talking about currencies. OK, so with all that behind me, just uh, trying to set the framework. <laughs> Uh, for where I'm heading. So two interesting articles came out today. I'm only covering two interesting articles, but we're going to dive a little bit deeper. And then I'm open to open up the, the channel for people to join me face to face. Cause uh, for those that are coming in, as I mentioned, doing something a little bit different, not taking phone calls, but we're going to do something different today, which I haven't done in a while. We're going to do a little, uh, little, little face to face action. You know, you're going to connect with me live on air and I'll put the information in the in the chat so you can join me face to face if you're able to if you're willing, willing to anyway let's jump right in so let me get to some headlines so here this is something that came out from swift from swift yesterday it says new experiments pave way for international payments using cbdc so let's just jump in here and see what these new experiments happen to be it says swift in collaboration with cap gemini I don't know nothing about them, but it's good to say that, you know, they're funded by a lot of wealthy individuals. It's conducting new experiments to test how we can interlink. <laughs> I love this word, interoperability, interlink, multipolar. I love those buzzwords. Interlink domestic CBDCs. Oh, they got the technology to do that? Oh, who would ever imagine? And take the next steps towards seamless cross-border payments involving digital currencies. So we, who would have ever, who would have ever thought, who would have ever thought that, you know, there will be a time where, you know, we will be talking about currencies. Oh, the economists, Rothschilds, they told us. Oh, okay. Okay. I just, I just have too much fun talking about this. It says, just, I'm going to just go through this a little bit because a lot of nuggets in here. Bear with me. It says, interest in central banking currency is clearly on the rise. A new report from the Bank of International Settlements, the bank of, the, from the BIS, okay, the BIS, mind you, BIS, same people who I said, you know, are also, they're, you know, key backers and funders and of these projects, of these coins here. This is what they're saying. 
uh, says that nine out of 10 central banks are now exploring CBDCs, covering economies that account for more than 90% of the global GDP. That's all you need, 90%. You get that 90 on board, cool. The last one will be the U.S. Because they're, you know, it's not needed until the Federal Reserve note, a.k.a. the Federal Reserve completely goes bananas. And we go sub-zero interest rates officially. It says an increasing number of these central banks are involved in stages of their CBDC exploration. We got, you know, facilitating interoperability and interlinking between different CBDCs being developed around the world will be critical if we are to fully re- release their potential. Fully release their potential. That the goal. That's the goal. And so it just talks about more about moving from this and this and whatever. But it says in 2021, Swift conducted the first set of CBDC experiments. Uh, we could successfully orchestra- orchestrate a cross-border transaction between one entity on a digital ledger technology-based CBDC network and a second running on an established real-time growth settlement system. So the ability to connect some new tech or newer tech with the old tech. Now we're moving to the next level. This time, in collaboration with Kid, whatever, we are testing how SWIFT can interlink multiple CBDC networks emerging worldwide to make cross-border payments seamless. It says navigating decentralization, that's another key word that you know the crypto community loves to talk about. Navigating decentralization is complex with many technology choices, operating models, and policy considerations. We look forward to continue to collaborate and in building industry standards and frameworks for SWIFT. Okay. And it goes on to talk about this, but I want to get to the nuts and bolts of this, all of this. So here is my Swift. <laughs> this is what is rolling out right now. Went live February 28th. And February 28th to November is that test window to where right now, finance ministers, central banks, you know, we're not hearing about this. You will never hear about this on the mainstream news. They're in the background running beta test right now. It says shaping the future of payments and securities faster, smarter, and better. That's what they want to do. Make it faster, smarter, and better. And uh, let me just go through here real quick. So let me, okay. So here, let me zoom out. Something it's too big. Give me, forgive me one second. So here are some of the developments. Frictionless instant payments, smarter securities, uh, responsible innovation, building a stronger. And let me see. I want to get to the main part. Where was it? It was, let me see. This might be here here. So if you click to some of these links, you get more details about what's going on. And I think this might be here. So no. So this points to the ISO. So all, all that stuff goes to ISO 20022, which a lot of people in the crypto space is, is extremely excited about. Why? Because, you know, their favorite players are a part of this ISO 22222. And so to go on here. It just talks about, let me get here. So the, the, the adoption, let me see. So, okay, timeline. This, that's what I want to talk about. Timeline. Okay, this is the timeline. Let's look at the timeline. ISO 2000 Rich is a rich, structured, and global data standard for financial information in the payments, foreign exchange, trade finance, and security markets. And let me go here. It says, let me get to some more dates here. Okay, it says, in line with the adoption timeline agreed with our community, SWIFT will enable ISO 22222 Messages for cross-border payments and cash reporting businesses starting August 2022. So into the summer, it's enabled. And on opt-in basis and November 2022 for general availability, there will be three-year period of coexistence for the MT and MX, allowing early adopters to benefit from ISO 2000 Rich or whatever, whatever, whatever. So as of this year, this technology here, payment railway, messaging service, connecting all the smart talk, smart tech interoperability stuff right here. 
will everyone will be able to get plugged into it? And so, of course, there's different time frames to every country being able to jump in. But I showed this, and one of the community members brought it to my attention as well, that China and Russia have already signed on to join this rebranded version of a SWIFT. So right now, they would have us think that, you know, Russia was kicked off the SWIFT system and the payment structure, and they can't make they can't make payments and whatever. Okay, but Russia already signed up to be joining in 2023, I think I saw on the chart. So once again, smoke and mirrors. Like, you know, they're told that the world's coming to an end because the East is against the West. But actually, they already signed up. You know, Putin and his people already put a signature on the paper saying that we're going to join this as well. And I and that's where I think, as I was talking about earlier with Mario, they're going to sign up for this SWIFT stuff because this SWIFT stuff more than likely somehow will work its way into the SDR payment rail of some kind. They Somehow they're going to put all this together. Got a SWIFT, SDR, the BRICS, the AIB, all this stuff somehow is going to come together, you know, smoothly, the way they have it drawn out, possibly, barring some type of intervention, divine intervention. But anyway, so just more of the So this is the SWIFT. So it's underway. August is a cut-on date, officially. You got August and November. There'll be sign-ups. Russia and China already signed up. I think Russia jumps on first, then China after the fact. But they already signed up. Okay, that's already out there. So we so the CBDC is moving fine. Everything is fine. They're ready to cut it on. So that, that's my point there. Now, to the most important thing, which happens to be about Bitcoin and Bitcoin being the OG, the genesis, which is the ultimate um, Trojan horse. I can be frank, ultimate Trojan horse to to to, you know, so if you if you put something pretty over the top of something. And you focus all the lights on it. You put it in a good position where it looks beautiful, looks pretty. And you just, you hype everybody up. You say, hey, man, look at that, 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 that horse. That horse looks so cut and sculpted, whatever. And then you just showcase the horse all around the planet. And you got everybody looking at this horse. And the horse is beautiful. It's freedom. You get financial freedom. You know, it's unstoppable. Governments can't touch it. You know, they can't stop it. It's it's you know, it's the greatest thing since, you know, gold 5000 year history. It's you know, you you, you get Michael Saylor. Oh, this is the energy and the, the time, the thorax and the, the you know, all that technical MIT stuff, you know, looking at the Trojan horse. It looks pretty. But then inside the Trojan horse, <laughs> they don't want to they don't want you to go inside the Trojan horse and talk about crazy stuff like this because it just gets you. It makes you ask more questions. But then you got to ask yourself, you know. Inside a Trojan horse, Satoshi Nakamoto, government agencies inside there, DARPA wrote the code, Shaw 256, and, you know, all my other people out there who follow this stuff. You know who else was a part of all this. And it's all suspicion, but it's good enough to run with to highlight the point that, you know, next week is it's 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 world. So Klaus Schwab next week will be meeting and talking about how excited he is for Bitcoin, too. At the same time, the mainstream governments make it seem like, oh, it's a threat. We got to crack down on this. We got to regulate. Oh, I got to always say regulation is for the elite on how they're going to come in and monitor and profit off of you or the public. Anyway, real quick, I'm having fun with it. So as I mentioned, I'm getting ready to go uh, face to face. So whoever's tuned in, if you're enjoying the back and forth, if you're enjoying the little rants, whatever, hit that thumbs up, show your support for the channel. Give your boy a dab. Or a hug. That's that'd be better. That'd be a blessing. And I'm gonna just dive through this. Then we go face to face. And then I'll eat my crypto people out there. Come prove me wrong. Or if you got some extra insight to add to this, come on face to face with me and lay it out there. Okay, so just real quick. Um, next week, on top of the pandemic treaty meeting, where all governments will turn over 
government. They'll turn over nations. So also next week, possibly barring some for unforeseen event, Biden's going to hand the keys and our Congress is going to hand the keys to Bill, Bill Gates and his people to control the next world events as they unfold. And also, this is also taking place. World Economic Forum, blockchain and digitization to take center stage at Davos. So mind you, for those that came in late, like I said before, look at this, look at this, look at this little pyramid of power here. At the very bottom happens to be the working class. And above, we got IMF, World Bank, Central Banks, IRS, Bank of International Settlements, World Economic Forum is up in this area here. They're above all these other entities because Klaus Schwab is just a primary puppet for all the, you know, the the, the families and the uber wealthy up top, the people who got that, you know what I'm saying, the people who pretty pretty much control the narrative of how the globe operates or how the world operates. It's generational. It's, you know, 100, 200, 400 year type entities. Just, you know, and they just use puppets, billionaires like Elon Musk is a puppet, you know. What's you know 120 billion to the people who own those currencies that you denominated in? So to my to my point, um, what am I going to? Okay, so World Economic Forum. So let me just give you some some key things here. Um, and mind you, Cointelegraph.com is you know, was purchased by the banks that is also going to be showcasing this. So they're going to be there hyping this up. Real quick, it says the Davos agenda to the virtual event took place in January. They canceled. Okay, says now a total of 300 world leaders. 300 world leaders are expected to attend the meeting along with hundreds of businesses and policymakers. So they put in, this is that, you know, that, that, you know, global takeover business leaders, policymakers to government together. It says about 300 governmental representatives, more than 50 leaders of states and governments are expected to convey their vision for the globe. It says over 1,250 private sector leaders, as well as a hundred global innovators and technology pioneers. So if you're tech savvy, you're going to be there. So I'd imagine a lot of blockchain people are going to be there. Uh, it says the emphasis is on developing impact tactics, establishing new frontiers, uh, predicting uh, plausible future economic scenarios, and delivering ambitious answers to the world's most pressing problems. Working on summer has stepped up, whatever, whatever. It says this is a watershed moment in history. And so the other day I did a video, the turning point for humanity. Don't these words kind of sound similar? It says the theme of the in-person global summit will be, quote, working together and restoring trust. So just take that and flip it upside down. They're collaborating to deceive humanity is how I read that at a higher level. That's that's how I read that. Did anybody else see that same wording? Collaborating together to deceive humanity more. That's kind of what I read there which promises to bring world leaders to a single platform and help them shape partnerships and policies. It says the focus of the meeting is quote history at a crossroads turning point for humanity, <laughs> government policies and business strategies, the merger of government and business coming together. Some of the key, some of the main points, key items, pandemic recovery, tackling climate, Building a better future, accelerating stakeholder capitalism. That's what that's all about. And then we get to the Bitcoin part. It says, whatever. So we got Metaverse, so Decentraland. They're going to be present to try to help the Metaverse. So Claw Swap want to make sure more people plugged in. They special events there. It says here, uh, where we get to the next part. Um, 
In addition, Alpine Davao's fifth annual whatever, whatever, a premier gathering group. Let me see. Let me see. Casper Labs, CV Labs will host a blockchain hub Davos 2022 on Monday. Uh, let me see. Where's the one about Bitcoin? Eh, where'd it go? This is probably a different article. Uh, let me see. Let me go back up here. It was with the Bitcoin one. Give me one second here. I didn't highlight anything. I didn't highlight anything. No, it was, okay. Uh, okay, so here, sustainable goals. So back up in the su- sustainable goals for Bitcoin will be presented to world leaders. So sustainability goals for Bitcoin will be presented to world leaders. So if if Bitcoin was really that disruptive and it threatened the global monetary dominance, then it's good to say that they wouldn't be talking about sustainability goals of Bitcoin. And so some of the key influential Bitcoin people, possibly not like, you know, the, the puppets, like, you know, you got the front man, you know, the, the YouTube channels with like a hundred thousand million. Those are puppets. Forgive me. Pardon me. But I'm talking about people who do the code, people who work at the code level, people who work in the mining rigs, the nodes, you know, those type of people. They'll be trying to convince Klaus Schwab and show him their improvements on how, you know, the plan that was a part of the equation that we were supposed to be talking about. When was it? You know, a couple of years ago when when this right here, like, you know, this is like this is what they're working on. So, you know, they always say Bitcoin will be world currency. You know, it's a possibility. But yet once again, it's but guess who told us that first? So just so there's no just so there's no surprises. And then last one here, when you type in blockchain to the World Economic Forum page, you get a good idea as to their ongoing agenda. I can read some headlines. The future financial infrastructure. It says, shaping the future of technology governance, blockchain, blockchain beyond the hype, blockchain, blockchain, strategic lizard. World Economic realizes the potential blockchain, how blockchain can make the world more energy efficient. Blockchain, 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 blockchain. So, you know, blockchain, you know, you know has its pros and cons. Here's one. Decentralized finance, policymaker toolkit. Oh. DeFi, oh, it's going to disrupt the banks. Oh, really? That's a toolkit guide right there. That's a guide, policymaker toolkit. So they're writing policy for guidance on DeFi. Oh, oh, it's going to really disrupt the banks. Anyway, you get my point. You get my drift. You get my drift. Anyway, so um, actually, real quick, I wanted to look up. Let me grab it real quick. I wanted to show you the, the partnerships. I want to show you the, let me see if I can find it. Uh, I want to show you the recent partnership. So all the partners that's taking place on this discussions or an event. Let me see if I can find it real quick. If you look at the partner list, you know, you'll be surprised to see some of the partners, some of your favorite projects. The creators are giving updates to Claus, Uncle Claus. Uh, anyway, but uh, let me see. I can't find. But here is the official. Here's the official headline, and it's on a different page. But this is for me going through things early. But this is just for anybody who's wanting more information. You know, this is more details. This is Davos 2002 dot Coin Telegraph. So my, so mind you, you know what I'm saying. So my whole point in all this was, if you got the same people still running the show, disguised and packaged up as a nice horse you know, and got some of the most smartest minds talking about how beautiful that horse is, how unique the horse is, how the horse is going to free humanity and all that stuff about the horse. But then within the horse, there's the same people now steering the ship 
and you know writing the scripts and then sending them outside the horse to for the for the MIT people to regurgitate on our same information. Is there real freedom in that? I don't know. But we're gonna find out. But my biggest point, and so if, if you if you watch it on cell phone or computer, scroll down beneath this video to my description, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll end with that summary. So what I said was this is just some thoughts on top of my head. I'll read it from here. It says the global leaders have planned this entire reset out to the end. People think they can profit off the reset and maintain their freedoms at the same time. You can't have your cake and eat it too. The World Economic Forum is meeting to talk about the sustainability goals for Bitcoin for world leaders during the first in-person World Economic Forum since the start of the pandemic. It says Bitcoin was designed for the transition period and not to allow the working class to enjoy financial freedom. And so that's my little rant there. Uh, I hope that from that, people can just question. I hope I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I'll come back on air and say, hey, I was 100% wrong, whatever, whatever, whatever. And so I don't mind doing that. But I just think it's better to take it from the approach of it's a Trojan horse packaged up with a bow on it that's being sold to humanity. At the same time, they're buying time, helping set up the interoperability of the of the uh the interoperability of the um what you call it the cbdc so they can actually as it says here continue to do what they've been doing all along which is shaping the future of payments and securities faster smarter better by doing the interoperability and all that stuff i just talked about beforehand so anyway that's what it is but okay so let's let's talk let's let's just connect real quick um face-to-face so if anybody out there we've got about 200 or so people plugged in appreciate you as always hit that thumbs up button show your support for the channel so what i'm going to do is i'm going to put uh the link for anybody out there to jump on and hang out with me a little bit and so what i'm gonna do is put it out there if you are interested in joining me face-to-face this is your time let me go ahead boom and, you know, feel free to, you know, add some, shine some light on me with, uh, with uh, what's going on, what I'm talking about. So let me, okay, so I'll put it out there. So, you know, so once again, I'm going to rant until somebody bless me with their presence because I don't have any more. It's Friday. I just want to, you know, just a lighter, a lighter load. Didn't want to go too overboard, but, you know, feel free to join me if you want. Just click that link, join me. And we can talk a little bit. I'm game. Or throw out thoughts, ideas, suggestions, and we go from there. TB, I see you, man. It says CBDC leaves banks out of the equation. Do banks seem worried about BTC? Uh, of course not. Banks are not worried about BTC because they've been they've been given permission to use that asset class as another piece of leverage to further their um global dominance. So they're gonna be it's you know the the stable coin usage issuance or whatever the decentralized assets in my opinion will be filtered through the banks so at some point there's going to be a, of course during the next collapse there's going to be a shrinkage of banks you know out of seven or eight too big to fill banks three or four might go under there'll be four left out of those four they'll be able to issue and restore people's cryptos for them and they'll take charge of fee and all that stuff like that so you know I, that's how it goes so the banks aren't worried they're not going nowhere because they're they are part of the monetary structure. They're a big part of it. Uh, let me see here. I see somebody trying to connect with me. Device is not connected. Uh, make sure your camera is is connected so that you can join. 
Uh, let me see what else we got here. So yeah, thoughts some thoughts, ideas, suggestions in the chat. We can connect and uh, definitely would love to see some people. Uh, Witcher's work says Monero is the only true freedom coin. Look at the market and see how it works. It doesn't fluctuate as the others do. Extremes, the Fed is trying to crack it. Uh, Witcher's works. So I think that the best, the best role of a cryptographic coin outside of centrally controlled hands would be privacy based coins and the tech that comes from that. So Monero is the leading project. And of course there's others out there, but you know, but, but I was, I was talking to someone in the crypto space who is a part of the processing services network. And so they are able to help store set up uh, point of sales machines and I was like, how, you know, how come they don't add Monero or privacy coins in there? He's like, you know, regulators won't allow that. You know what I'm saying? So it's off limits. They can only add the coins that are publicly visible. Their public ledger is public so they can track and trace. And mind you, all that surveillance stuff is is more advanced than we could ever imagine. Like, yeah, like the government has funded this thoroughly. They They knew what they were doing. They knew that this wasn't a surprise to them. They knew that they were going to have to have all this technology to you know, have eyes, have eyes on everything. And then, of course, you make the horse look so fancy and so cute. And then you sell it with the idea that people are going to get free. It's a no brainer. All right, here we got somebody here on the screen. How you doing? Hi, Mike. It's Calypso. Y'all see my name. Calypso, <laughs> I, I what's going with you? I'm to call in. <laughs> oh, I appreciate you for joining me face to face. Where are you checking in from, if you don't mind me asking? I'm still in Mexico. In Mexico, okay. Yeah, let me let y'all see out there. <laughs> okay, it looks nice out there. Yeah, I'm by the ocean. But um, I had a quick question about what happened in New York. I wanted to hear your thoughts about the mass shooting at the grocery store. Um, so other than the headlines and what we were told, I didn't go down our rabbit hole to dive deep. And so I, I remember having gone down those rabbit holes before with other large events such as that that took place. And then after the fact, hearing about, you know, there was really nothing there. There was actors, crisis actors. They go in these schools. And so so I've gone past the point of trying to uncover the stuff there. Man, There's I an agenda you. behind it all. So I other other than the fact, if, if, if lives were lost, which I would never say that there wasn't, I feel sympathy for the families and, and my, in my heart, my prayers go out to them. And it's unfortunate that, those are just to, to, to the globalists, those are just casualties of war, to casualties of a greater agenda. So there's no amount of lives that are too much to execute Satan's ultimate plan. So it's unfortunate. But, you know, I, I, just, I stick to what I kind of understand, which is the, the, the green stuff. But what are your thoughts on it? Well, I kind of have a couple thoughts. Of course, I'm thinking it's a psyops, but for it being at a grocery store, I feel like that's kind of relating to something that's going on with the food supply and all the stuff that's going on with that. That's where my mind went. Right. But definitely a psychological operation because they passed the domestic terrorist bill right after that. And then what was weird to me is that they got a lot of African-American people from Tesla mm -hmm. out there to get in speak about it. i was like why tesla it was just it's just so weird with all the stuff that's going on yeah and, and speaking of which while you're talking let me i shared something in the chat about a reporter <laughs> and so let me grab it real quick it was just I, I saw it somewhere else and just threw it in the telegram but it was interesting how they had a reporter i guess out there you know reporting 
and he he was with two different news stations throughout the day. And I'm thinking like, you know, either he has a, you know, he works for two companies or somebody commented, oh, he's probably an actor pretending to be a journalist. I'm like, well, you know, at this point, you never know how bad things can get. But let me, if I can find it, maybe won't be able to find it. Anyway. I don't know. My, your sound was messing up. I don't know if anybody else heard that. It sounded really crazy after we just got through saying that. I'm Maybe it was just on my end. I don't know. That's kind of freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> Okay, uh, let me see. So for those that are tuning in, let me know if the audio broke up. Now it's back, but it was just like, as soon as you were saying, going through all that, you were talking about finding the article. I could hear you, but it sounded like robotic. Like, it was weird. Okay. Well, I apologize for that. I mean, it's, it's some things I can't can't control. And on the internet, uh, this is the internet is, was, in my opinion, not initially intended for us to uh, speak truth. It was the more so for them to cover it up. But here's that. Uh, so here's just something I posted. And this is something i grabbed on the internet so it's the same guy he got two different names we got a walker graham and then a brandon walker right in front of the grocery store one at night one in daytime and he's for channel two and then channel six so has anybody ever seen an anchorman have a dual job you know during the same day it's possible i ain't gonna i ain't calling him my man well whoever he is a liar but, apparently <laughs> so it's it's interesting to see how that unfolded but hey you know if, if he out there getting like that do you man but it's just more stuff that makes me question what i'm told and what we see so but that's just me i'm skeptical of a lot of things these days <laughs> i just wanted to throw that out there mike i'm not gonna take up too much more time with my face on this camera <laughs> <laughs> no, but I appreciate you. I appreciate it because so, the goal is to get people involved. To Everyone has a unique angle and ways of saying things. And the only way we can learn is if we connect and just share your voice. So I appreciate you for blessing me with your presence. And uh, thank you for being a part of the community. Give me the rundown on uh, Mexico. How's things down there? How how the kids liking it? And give me the rundown. Um, We're, we're chilling. I love it. I love it out here. Um, I don't think that I feel any more safer than being out in the United States. But I mean... Yeah. I feel like I'm in paradise for at least a little while. Yeah. (laughs) Well, stay safe and enjoy yourself and uh, definitely keep us up to date what's going on down there and yeah, have fun. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Mike. All right. Be good. Uh, Yeah. Coming in from Mexico. Anyway, appreciate you for joining. And so for those that want to join me and let your voice be heard, uh, just put the link out there again. Uh, Join me if you like. Uh, just to you know, share your thoughts, ideas, experience, whatever. Ask a question, no matter. All right, let's keep it moving. Um, what else we got out here? Mm, war on food. I see there will be a recession soon. Get ready, guys. Uh, I would I would be willing to say, based upon all the metrics, things are extremely sluggish now. Therefore, I think we are well into a recession, and we're heading. If and when things really become obvious. That's when, you know, pure, pure pandemonium takes place there. You know, I don't think the mainstream news will ever want to talk about the word depression like that's, you know, we're too modern to talk about a depression because you think depression, you think about, you know, what happened in, you know, earlier histories in this country. But then again, for whatever it's worth, prior administration on the way out said that you can expect under this current administration's watch the greatest depression that makes 1930s look like a cakewalk. And so, so far, everything the former administration predicted about this current administration seems to be playing out, except that oh, that's the last one that hasn't come true yet. Because, I mean, the former administration talked about you don't see prices and gas hikes and you're going to see you know, it's going to be unexpensive. Inflation going to go through the roof. He was talking all that stuff, which we got check, 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 check. 
the last one to have hit. And that's where it's like, clearly it wasn't prophetic. You know, he wasn't prophesying saying that, you know, Biden was going to do all this because I would assume he knew it would have happened anyway. And so I don't want to get into the camp of, um, I don't want to get into the, the whole idea of, you know, disrupting, you know, the, the, you know, cause there's still a lot of, you know, major Trump supporters out there. And he did, he, you know, he did some things that sh- shook, shook up a lot of things and exposed a lot of things. And there's definitely some good things happening behind the scenes now. And in particular, uh, um, uh, one of the community members, uh, I, you know, I know you out there, ISPA you go. So man, Hey, you know, this, if you, if you're willing, if you want to come on board and, you know, hang out with me face to face and share some of your insights and some of the, the positive things that you'll be able to find in reference to, you know, a lot of the, the, the I can't say the word, but you know, when, when kids are involved, a lot of the good things that's come from that, as far as people being exposed and, you know, a lot of those kid rings being broken up, you know, that's all positive, man. That's a hundred percent. That's a hundred percent. So there is good happening amongst all that, but uh, let's keep it moving. Uh, Brittany Smith says, Mike, do you think society will split into two, those who want to participate in the digital world and those who don't? Um, I think, that is a probability just because, and as I st- talked about earlier, not being able to have your cake and eat it too. Like in order to participate in this digital world that they're creating using, you know, passports and IDs and, you know, and all stuff like that. And to, to participate in the financial sector, the digital one that they're creating and controlling, you're going to have to you know be willing to accept some things that, you know, most people will still resist. And it's going to have a lot to do with losing your bodily autonomy. So in order to participate and do the things that you want to do, you're going to have to sell your body and give your body over to uh, the governing forces because the next phase of global surveillance is not external. It's internal. There's more than enough information out there of patented technology where using your body energy, they can, you know, create currency in the form of, you know, rewarding you for your activity. The more active you are, you get points. And of course, this all goes back to your co- your, your social score. So you factor in, there's going to be, this is just me just thinking about all the stuff that I would, this is just me going wild. If similar, I'm, you know, I don't even know how, in, how, in, how, how serious, severe it is in China, but knowing that, you know, what we've been told, your score will become your identity. And there's going to be, say, tw- Every aspect of your life. And this plays into what's happening in Ukraine right now with the rollout of the the DIA app. And so I talked about this before. The DIA app is being rolled out. And from that comes all your permissions. So imagine this with your cell phone right now. So think about the cell phone, the way that I showed a video a couple of weeks ago. And the person who was talking about how the cell phone was created by the the part department of defense, the military created a cell phone. Each aspect of the cell phone was created with intentions for military usage. It so happened to have been dumbed down to something you could hold in your phone because it was open source technology. But you look at the cell phone. I, in my opinion, in the future with this transhumanistic merger, the cell phone will become obsolete because everything this does will be internal. You can check your heart with your watch. You can uh gps real time you know what i'm saying that's going to be possible within the body uh what else apps neuralink elon musk he wants to upload into your brain real time apps so you won't need apps no more on your phone um call texting if you go look find it 
there the technology exists to transfer thoughts and for for them them meaning programs operating system whatever your light bulb might be able to you know what i'm saying like it's, 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 you never know might be able to read your thoughts in real time i.e control your thoughts and you know monitor your thoughts for your own mental health make sure you're healthy and mentally and you know your, your organs they can they can just scan you one time and see where you where you need to eat less of this and eat more of that you need you know what i'm saying so Every avenue of your life will eventually replace this to where this will be obsolete. You won't need this no more because what will happen is you will be it. The, the, the last straw and how all this unfolds is the, the and so it was the introduction of the smartphone. The smartphone became smart life, car, house, you know, everything about you is smart. And then you plugged into the Internet, real time downloads and uploads into your mainframe. Your hardware, your computer code will be written by whoever is able to put something in your brain. And voila, you've lost your identity. And at that point, and I'm just going, I'm so I'm giving you the extreme scenario. So bear with me. And of course, you know, if you, anybody want to join me, invitation is out there. I, I need to put this on screen. Forgive me. I forgot the, so people might be coming in wondering what, what's going on. Not doing phone calls. This is time for you to connect face to face. So if you want, connect with me. I'll put it out in the chat. And if I could, I can probably put it at the top. I probably can pin it. Let me see if I can pin it at the top. Um, let me see if I can pin it. See if I can pin it at the top. Uh, so it'll stay there. No, I can't pin it on top on this one. But anyway, but you get my drift. So I put the, I put the if you want to join me face to face. So my point is, at some point in the, in the future, technology will become so advanced that you will be the primary product. And it's going to get down to the point where your human genome sequence of your what defines you as a person is in your blood. Life is in the blood. And inside the blood lies the genetic coding for you being you. A part of what we're experiencing now, depending on where you get your information from, it goes down to the to the nano level to where. Was it Peter McCullough, Dr. Malone, uh, Tenpenny, all these really smart PhD doctors talk about how this current technology that that's being put on people, it alters all that to where you no longer, you no longer become you. And so moving forward, that is the ultimate takeover of humanity to where you become pure property of this global governance. And so you thought it was bad. Now, you know, wait until we get to that point. And that's the thing where, this is where the spiritual things come into it because it's like that is a part of the future, but it was already written before time. God is still orchestrating, overseeing all of this. And this is when faith becomes more important than ever, because one of the things that shocks me most about the word is, you know, a quote from Christ. And he says, will the son of man even find faith? Like, will he, will faith even exist at that point down the line prior to his returning? which means that it's going to be a it's going to be a rare commodity. Faith will be a rare commodity in the distant future because of the transformation of humanity to where just because you're alive and you got a heartbeat at that point don't mean you'll be human. You will be something else, merged with tech and merged with and, and a lot of people may not want to hear the other side of the equation but then the enemy also will use a physical body to present himself as the, you know, supreme being. And so you merge, you know, 
the demonic realm would love to be able to encapsulate human bodies outside of demonic possessions. So here's another thing. We never talk about exorcist, exorcism. And, and this is where it's interesting because in the Bible, during the time span where Christ was revealed and the time he departed, he cast out demonic forces, what appeared to be on average, as if them boys was everywhere. When's the last time you talked about, heard about senior pastor or, or was confronted with an outright obvious situation where you knew that person was under the influence of a demonic spirit? And it is, so I personally, I'm not, it's not crossed my pathways. I'm sure I've come across people who are under the influence because it's still prevalent today, but yet it, we don't really get to that point. So it's only a part of my, it's, I assume that at some point down the line, it will be more acceptable for that type of possession. And especially the video I did earlier about the satanic temple, Satanism being promoted and taught, like you can only talk about so much stuff before that stuff is elevated and becomes common. Look at the world now. Like if you say certain, if I say certain letters and together with a plus side at the end, you know, I'm labeled as like being, you know, hateful, but I'm thinking like, you know, so, so you see where, when you let evil get away, when you let evil linger in society too long, it becomes a prevailing voice. And then anything that opposes that, which is considered truth is shunned. So it, it makes it easier for me to understand how Christ can say, will he even find faith at that time? Because we're on course for all that to be uh, become rare. And I'm really concerned with the younger generation, because this is not about you. If you tuned in, you know what's going on. You know, from scripture, you know, if you're saved, you're in Christ, you know, you, you know, your final destination. It's our children's children that will fall victim to the inability to obtain faith because the word of God will be banned before the end of this decade, in my opinion. And therefore having a Bible will become like, you know, it'd be like a rare find. And if you, and if you get caught with one, you know what I'm saying? There's going to be some consequences to that. So you, you see where this is going. That's why it's never been more important to ingest the word of God. Make it a part of your moral fabric so that you'll always have it. And, you know, I'm ranting, I'm ranting or whatever, but I'm having fun with it. But if you don't ingest the word of God, you won't be able to renew your mind. And therefore, when stuff gets tough, it becomes that much harder to lean on anything if you've never been grounded in it. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, Vince says God won't allow that. Vince, what you mean, man? Sh shoot me a. Let me. What you talking about? Uh, okay, I'm, I'm ranting too much. So anyway, so yeah, Vince, if you got a minute, if you got a minute, man, if you can join me face to face, you know, love to connect. Which has been a while. Uh, Iron mixed with Clay Mike. The dream of Daniel Elon Musk is the Iron Man. Get it? They are showing us everything in our entertainment. Uh, okay, so that's that's next level right there. That's another way of looking deeper into it. And so, you know, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me just share something with you. And this is something, let me, uh, let me. So this is the time. Uh, and so this is something that. This is the time. Let me, let me see here. Let me, let me go to the book of Joel real quick. Because let me grab this real quick. Let me go here. So this is the time 
that uh, comes great opportunity. Um, this is just 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 came to mind. Let me just share it real quick. I want to be uh, I want to be on point with this. Let me move this out the way. So this is Joel. The book of Joel, it says the day of the Lord. And let me just read this real quick. It says, and afterward. Referring to what took place uh, as far as Christ having fulfilled what he was sent here to do. And this is what has been present since it says, and afterward, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams and your young men will have will see visions. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. I will show wonders in heavens and on the earth, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And here's the best part about this. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And so this is somewhat of that time frame that we are witnessing right now. Anyway, let's get some, I got some, some brothers on the screen here. Got a couple brothers on the screen here. We got Mr. Fence and Mr. LBP. What's up, gentlemen? Hey, hey. and I sound all right. You sound good, man. What's going on with you, man? Okay. Nah, just driving. You know, I went to go get groceries, so. You pulled over. So you pulled over, right? <laughs> yeah, you see my, my beat up car. What yeah, do you, you call it? Over, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I pulled over. The thing was, I haven't even been listening. I just I just turned it on. I didn't get the notification. I was at the grocery store, man. So what's going on? Not much. Just having fun, man. Just want to do a little face-to-face. Vince, you pulled over, right? Yeah. Okay, make sure. I want to be. I want to cause no problems out here, but. What's going on, man? What's going on, Vince? How you doing, man? Good, man. Good. No, I seen that you asked me to come on here, and I figured I'd jump on here. I know that you're talking about some scripture, talking about, you know, um, what's what we're looking forward to here in the future. And I think that, um, you know, through, through studies that I've had, you know, God, um, you know, he's only going to allow the Antichrist to reign up down here for like five months. Okay. So it's it was shortened. It says uh, in Revelation, I, I forget what scripture is, but it was shortened. It right. was shortened from um, three and a half years to five months. It's the months of the locust. Right. And so we're gonna we're gonna be called up to death, which means we're gonna be called up to prophesy in that time. Um, and people who don't really know the word of God, you know, right now or accept it right now will also be called up to um oh oh the devil's playing his game called up to death but that's not what it means yeah you're lucky you broke it up a little bit there (laughs) yeah okay it's a little choppy though we didn't hear the last part of what you were saying (laughs) Uh uh-oh yeah, we're not going to be called up to death to be murdered. Mm-hmm. We're going to be called up to death to testify against the Antichrist. Mm. So we're going to need the word of God. He ain't going to yeah. take that away from us. Right, right. And that's the, it's immutable. It's immutable. It's eternal. It's not going nowhere. But my thing is, in that time frame there, the having access to the word will be very challenging 
But God will definitely make sure his people are able to stay plugged in and get his word, no doubt. But you imagine the enemy will make sure that they don't they don't want humanity to have access to that during that time frame even more. Because yeah. right now, most kids don't really focus on the word right. anyway. So, uh oh, we got. Yeah. No, I agree with you, Mike. Uh, I think that, that that's been you know that's been going on for years though. They've been trying to. I think their work is coming to an end, and our work is about to begin. To be honest. Yeah. Hey, I'm about that, man. I mean, I, I am I am excited, man. I'm all, overall excited because it's never been a greater time for the body to be active than right now. And I'm excited to be able to encourage people and hopefully, you know, just, you know, yeah. do whatever I can, you know, to, to help out with this movement of God because we all play a part in it. You know what I'm saying? Ain't that right, LBP? Yeah, Mike, you know, I'm I'm not really too religious and I'm not too particular. I'm not too particular. Like I'm not too particular on the details. I, I focus more on the big picture, you know, and and, you know, I, I've leaned to different religions like, uh, you know, in Islam and a little bit of the Jewish ways, you know, and, you know, a little bit of Christianity. I, I think God made all three of them. So, you know, I'm going to I'm going to eat from the buffet. You know, I like them all, you know. <laughs> You know, some people, but, but you, you have to be careful who you listen to. Like, uh, it, it, like in Islam, I listened to a guy, his name is Imran Hossein. Mm -hmm. He, 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 he explains things very well in their context. You know, he looks at, he's even a monetary scholar and he looks at it in the view of the Quran, the gold or the silver, the dinar and the dirham. Yeah. And, and he explains it wonderfully, you know, but I, I can't say it the way he says it. Right, and I've right. also I've also listened to Jewish rabbis. There's a guy he talks about thou shall prosper, you know. Mm -hmm. I forget his name, but he's a Jewish guy. And I like a lot of the points he says, you know, and also that Rafi Faber, you know. Yeah. He's a Jewish gentleman. He's he has a lot of good things to say about his book and, and, and about the monetary system. So yeah. You know, I I look at the buffet and and I eat. I like to eat a little bit. You know, the good things of each flavor. You know. Now watch this. I think God, everything that comes from above, everything God. that comes from a buffet is not necessarily good for your health overall. So <laughs> at some point, like, if you go to a real natural buffet, you see all that stuff. It looks good. You know, <laughs> to your body what you can and can't have as you get older. So you gotta leave a little bit of that, leave a little of that, and you go towards that. The salad. You need a salad. You know what I'm saying? Where, where, where it's from the earth. <laughs> but you know, Mike, it, it's all good. You know, all yeah. you have to do is, is, is like, where, when you start looking at things where it just start hurting people, doing things like that, you know, yeah. you just you leave that on the table. You don't eat from that, you know. Or when you see it says to harm that other religion, or you know, I, I mean, all three. I've seen I've seen in all three books that yeah. says to harm other people, you know, for different reasons. I, you know, I leave that there. You know, I don't. I don't yeah. eat from that. You know, and then so, it's so, all good. So you 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 have some some guiding principles ultimately. You know what I'm saying? And I go to that good versus evil. You eat you like to eat from the good plate right, and leave the evil plate alone. And that's you know, and that's that's enough of the that's enough for the Lord to work with. He can work with that. You know what I'm saying? Because your intentions, I believe, are pure. And you know, it, it's yeah, just yeah, it's, yeah. The hey. thing, the thing that me, Mike, look, those books, they all came from God. Some mm -hmm. people don't believe that, you know. Some people say, "Well, this book didn't." What I don't, I don't understand. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you guys a question, okay? 
this is something I could never, ever figure out. It's a very religious topic, so if you don't want to talk about it, it's okay. Look, Christianity and Christians, they accept the Jews into Judaism. Mm -hmm. But the Jews reject Jesus. They reject the Trinity. That's mm -hmm. the main focus of Christianity. They, they say that Christians are idolizers because they idol Jesus as a Messiah, you know, the, the Trinity, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying all Jewish people say, think this. Right. But the ones I've heard some say this, and mm -hmm. I don't know if it's a fundamental basis of Judaism or not, but I don't understand why the Christians accept the Judaism and the Jews, but the Jewish people don't accept, not that they don't accept the Christians, they don't accept that aspect. That's just something I could never figure out why. We don't, so LBP, we don't really know who the Jews are because, um, you know, I mean, if you look at Israel right now, the people that are there claiming to be Jews can be the very people in Revelation 3.9 that claim to be Jews, but they're of the synagogue of Satan. But see, you see so, the Jewish people, they follow Abraham and, and, and they follow the Old Testament. What all they do is they just reject the New Testament. They, they, they do all the Torah has, because they have a book. They have the Torah and that's what they follow. You know, then and and it well, doesn't. Well, you know the the star of uh, I think it's called the star of I forget. Not, it's not, not the a, star of David. Right. Yeah. Uh huh. It's the star of Raphael or something. It's like a Saturn. They, they're technically worshiping Saturn. But that's the like, Yeah, and that's where I don't think but, even the the people labeled as the Jewish community that are there now in the, in the state of Israel. I think that, I don't think they even know that you know to this entire. They don't. Time. No. There's or no, there's, there's, right. there's people talking about you know the star was created by some person 1891. So I saw all that type of stuff. So I don't know the origin of it. That's why you know when it comes to those intrinsic details, I don't go down those rabbit holes like that just because it can be uh, somewhat challenging to go down. But one thing I can tell you is that I'm grateful that the Jewish. The, the, the Hebrews rejected Christ because it opened up the door for me as a Gentile or someone who is not of the original covenant to be able to accept God, Jesus Christ and have faith. So if, if, if they did not reject him, he wouldn't have been able to fulfill its entirety because it goes to bring it all under thing. one. Here's the thing. Esau, the Bible says, Esau, I hated Jacob. I loved. That was a very important part of the Bible. Esau I hated, Jacob I loved. So there, there's a lot that goes back to our lineage where Esau had his lineage and Jacob had his. And a lot of us, especially on this call, are probably of the lineage of Jacob, whether we know that or not. So Esau was part of Russia, believe it or not. And, yeah, and what I, they say what they say about the Kazarian Mafia, who runs the whole system in the world, they they chose a religion. They said, we're going to represent one religion, Islam, Judaism, or Christianity. They said, we'll represent Judaism. And then that's when they went and they took Israel. So there's a lot that... Um, there's a lot that goes into this. Yeah, it, it goes deep. It goes deep. But a part of it is that, you know, if, you know, thank, but I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that through the new covenant, you know what I'm saying, that we are able to be saved by faith rather than work. Because under the yeah. new law, we wouldn't have been able to complete all the requirements that falls under the, Ju Ju under the Judaism, Judaism 
scope because the, the commandments that were set for them, according to the New Testament, has been done away with in Christ in love. Whereas in people who have yet to come to the Messiah, they're still waiting on their Messiah, according to the way they're yeah. believing. But yet he's revealed himself to the new church. And so now it's a matter of being patient with those and trying to help those older Messi, no, Messi, no, not the non-Messianic Jews coming to the fold, whoever they may be. And that's the time window we have of preaching the good news. Like this was, it's for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Even including them. Because yeah. the, well, salvation was for the Jews initially, according to scripture. You know what I'm saying? I got one, one more, one more question. And, and, yeah. and, it, and it's a little bit personal, but you know, it's okay. We're on a show. We could talk. Like, uh, like uh, me personally, I don't believe that the only way into heaven is through Jesus and his sacrifice. The Christians believe some that that's the only way into heaven. What do you guys believe? Let me go grab a little scripture, man. Just okay. In my heart, personally, in my heart, I don't believe that's the only way into heaven. That's me. I, if, right. if, if I think you can go into heaven that way, but I don't think it's the only way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and that's and I, I respect you know, I, man. Hey, I respect all viewpoints, all angles. And so I don't want to sit up here like I know it all. I just know, according to my own belief, based upon revelation given to me, what you know, what I'll be willing to lean on. You know what I'm saying? That's all. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. let me see here. So a, a part of let me see here. Let me man, it's just so like it's it's hard to man. Like there, there's 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 a there's a verse that can easily ex, you know help explain and shine light on every subject matter that humanity faces in this current age. And on the fly, I won't be able to grab it the way I want to. But uh, let me see it, man, because you know, it'll take too much time. <sighs> so let me see here. Let me, uh, let me see. Here. Let me, let me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, when I'm off air, my thoughts, I'm sure, will come a little easier. So I will, I will further, you know, investigate the subject matter and come back at you with some just some, some scripture that points towards the singularity of accepting Christ as the door because and this is where the Holy scripture. So he's been presented in all of the gospel as he called, this is what he called himself. So take over what you may. He said, he's the way, the truth, the light. Uh, he's the, the, the one that I am. And there's so many different singular points that he labels himself as. And of course, through scripture, it's that, and it's all based upon faith. If you're willing to believe the things that he did set himself apart, and to me was enough to show me that his word was true. To where I took him at his word, and that's the whole part of faith. You know what I'm saying? Where if your heart receives it, it becomes clear the way that he describes himself and the way and the things he did. And then for me personally. You know, and this is where, you know, you, you can say, like, you know, if you think about something, the new age, whatever, like, you know, if you just think about it, it could be. So however the new age people want to try to swing it. But for me personally, I can testify as to a lot of activity that I label to and give credit to the Lord himself having done for me to where that right there strengthens my faith more than the way I think about him. But ultimately it comes down to just faith. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Faith, you know, it literally is it, 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 in this day and age becomes a skill. A skill set that you have to be drawn to it in order to receive it. But if you're open 
what I'm saying? If you're open to him exposing himself to you, he will definitely do that. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he's he's wanting to reveal himself as a singular source if you if you're interested in, in obtaining it. You know what I'm I got you, Mike. I got you. I've been blessed. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. God's been good to me. Yeah. I just, you know, just when we get into the particulars of, of exactly how things are, you know, I just, I think differently in my heart, you know, that's why I have, I have friends or well, not friends. People I know come to my church, you know, it's a Christian church, things like that. But in my heart, I don't believe that. So I feel like if I go in there, you know, I'm going to be punished, you know, I'm be a fake, you know. So, so do you so you say you, you go to you, so you belong to? Or no, you no, 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 I don't. But you people don't. invite me, you know, but yeah. the foundation of the whole Christianity mm-hmm. with the salvation through Jesus Christ is sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that in my heart, you know, right. yeah. I know, shouldn't be talking about these things on YouTube, you know, hey, but hey, man, this is that's real just talk. the way I feel, hey, you know. This is, this is the realest talk of all time because to me, this is about, you know, the human soul. Like nothing's more important to me than the human soul. And so my brain is like, man, like, I, you know, this this is like, this is, this is it, man. Like, because you are more valuable and more love to God than any of the people talk about, you know, on this channel. So, you know, helping you get plugged in is like, you know, like a goal of mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I want you. You know what? And so we're gonna I'm gonna put you, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put you in my prayers, man, on some like <laughs> this is the time where LBP needs to have what I call a faith experience. Like God mm, always but he always I, does some things to he wants to be he wants to show up in your life. He wants to make sure you know that it's him. So but my, I believe that he's going to God has came. He, he he's came into my life, Mike. Uh-huh. He's but done I, everything I, for I, me. I prayed you say but, you, out of your mouth. But not not say. that detail. Not that detail, you know, not 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 it not that prophet, you know, LBP, but he's LBP, come to this. my life. Watch this. Watch this. <laughs> it's coming. Uh, okay, I mean, if, uh, <laughs> if you're open to it, I believe that it's coming. But you see, the thing I'm I'm also open to to Islam, and I'm also open to Judaism, and that's that's honestly, Mike. Not also Christianity. That's it's changed my life. Reading those things and learning about those things, yeah. it's changed my life for the better. Yeah. But uh, you know, for me and my heart, to every detail, you know, it's just I don't know. It's just hey, I believe. Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, hey, let's man. talk about let's talk about something else. Man. That's, that's oh, a food man. of joy, man. I'm, I'm getting I'm hungry, man. I'm excited. And, it's, and speaking of which, let me see here. We got. Let me see. I see we got one person. I think Rochelle trying to join us. Oh man, how you doing? Can she see us, Rochelle? You, you you see us? Oh man, she's driving. Be careful. Uh, we can't hear you. We can't hear you. Your your microphone. Hold up, I can read lips. Hold up, let me see. She says thumbs up, thumbs down. <laughs> she says she's upset about something. She you said can I can hear you. you. Can hear you. She said I can hear you, but we can't hear you. <laughs> we can't hear you. <laughs> yeah. She got to pull over. I, I'm, I'm concerned. Y'all y'all in your car, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, she's looking down too, and I saw something fly by. Be careful, please. Right. <laughs> She's on mute. Oh, um, take your take your phone off mute. We can't hear you. 
Hey, how the food prices over there, Mike? Like the restaurants, the over here, the the restaurants have really gone downhill. Service the and quality, food. Oh, the, the quality of the food and the service has diminished after and that portion. lockdown because not enough staff. Everywhere you go, there's not enough staff. And then the chefs may not be chefs. It may be the owners in the kitchen burning stuff. It's just it's a noticeable difference of the quality of food. 100%. Yeah. Same thing here. I think that's a global problem. Uh, Rochelle, wow. you, you able to talk or can't hear you? Yes. Oh. <laughs> well, let me see. Here. So I want to I want to try to do these face to face Fridays more often. I have fun with it. It's, it's better than just talk to a screen all the time. Yeah, they're fun, Mike. They're fun. I didn't know you were gonna do one because I saw the Mike and Mario show earlier. So I yeah. was like, ah, he's probably really busy. He's yeah, gonna no, do. Yeah, change the schedule. So I'm like, you know, I just wanted to connect, man. But actually, I'm about to get ready. Yeah, I gotta make some more moves. But Rochelle, we gonna have to do this again next week because we can't hear you. So we work on the details, but. Still can't hear you. <laughs> she's yelling at the phone, I think. I don't know. Yeah, she's, switch, she's switching earpieces. <laughs> okay, okay. Hey, we can't hear you. So don't, 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 don't rest. Don't mess up the rest of your day. We'll connect next week. We still can't hear you. So I'm about to get ready to sign off. So I apologize. Wow. Um, all right, LBP, Rochelle, I'll see you guys later. Thank you for joining me. Uh, hey, Rochelle, Mike. Thanks for having me, Mike. All right, it's going to be every Friday now? I'm going to try. I'm going to try, yeah. So be on the lookout. He's coming. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> tell you, he's coming. All right, man. Uh, we'll see. Well, I'll say hello for you. I'll put in a good word. Please do. Need that. <laughs> All right, Mike. All right. Thanks for having me. All right, yeah. bye. All right, all right, all right. Man, that was fun. Um, but, you know, yeah, LBP, the Lord got a hit out for you. Now nah, he's coming, boy. Uh, but no, no. So let's definitely. So for my, for my believers out there, like this is how this is the power of prayer. This is what prayer. This is when prayer is, is most useful. When we got a target, we got a target, we got a mission. We can like right now, you know, move heaven and earth. It's good to say, Lord, you know, heaven and earth is willing to be moved right now for one person. You know, you know, that scripture where, you know, uh, let me see. I got a couple of them, but. Where, you know, was it the, the lost sheep, you know, losing one, being willing to go back and save one? Would he rejoice? Heaven would rejoice over one sheep been found. You know, LBP is that one right now. Um, so anyway, people, you know, for my believers out there, incorporate LBP in your prayers. Just say, Lord, hey, you know, show yourself to LBP so that he can't mistakenly miss you when you pass by. Do something wonderful in his life. Bless his family and his household con- continuously. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, we- we'll get a testimony out of LBP real soon. All right, people. I appreciate everybody for hanging out with me. Um, yeah, man, it was, it was fun. Hope you guys had fun. Is it, if, if you're still on there, hit that thumbs up. And, um, yeah, see you guys next week. Or probably might do something this weekend. Who knows? But anyway, let's uh, stay prayed up, rest up, stacked up, get your weight up. And uh, definitely, you know, don't forget LBP in your prayers. You know what I'm saying? Let's end up, let's end with one for those that want to join in. So let's all get in agreement right now. If you don't mind, if, my, if we got some real believers out there that don't mind coming outside their comfort zones, put your hands towards the screen. Let's just extend our hands towards LBP right now. Heavenly Father, we thank you 
for the opportunity to have gathered today as a community, Lord. We pray that you continue to show yourself strong in the life of every single one of your children, Father. Reveal yourself right now to everyone in this community, Father. Show us a greater level of you. Expand our capacity to love and to learn of who you are and the importance of the one and only, the King of Kings, Jesus Christ. Let him reveal himself to us as whatever he decides to reveal us as. I am the door, the life, the sheep, the son of man, the son of David, however he defines himself in our lives for when we need it most, Father. We want to lift up LBP right now, Father, trusting that you're going to show yourself strong in his life and reveal your son to him so that he knows that you know that I know that we all know that he is the only way and the truth and the life. We thank you in advance, Father. Be blessed. Be safe, everybody. In the name of Jesus Christ, we all say amen. All right. Peace.